so glad to have uh, parents back to see Ashley, <laughs> see Aaron, uh, and others. A lot of you have been coming, but uh, we're so glad to have you all. Uh, hey, I found something out today. Uh, you know, Keith just sang, uh, sang for us. Keith retired recently. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, I, I told him, I said, well, I figured you were one of those that probably just would never stop working. He's such a hard worker. But uh, he's 70 years old, which I didn't know. Young. Yeah, okay. So I really, uh, when I kicked off this series, or this word for the year, it turned into a series, I didn't really expect I'd still be, be on it, but there's so much. There's just so, there's so much, uh, there's so much about being set apart and, and, and relevancy to why uh, Lord would want to set us apart, set his people apart uh, in 2021. And so, you know, I, you know, I don't, this could be the, the the last in in it, but I doubt it. It's set apart by His Spirit. Set apart by the Spirit. Set apart by the Spirit. Uh, this is not a set apart by our own flesh or by our own uh, agendas and our own desires. It's set apart by His Spirit. And I'll read the core verse, and then we'll tell you a little bit about about. Uh, how this one kind of unfolded. Uh, so our verses from uh, 13th chapter of Acts, starting with verse two, it says, while they were worshiping the Lord. Now, I'm gonna, before we even move on any further, I want to stop there. It's while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting is the next part. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, and I, and I stop there because I think it's important for us to understand that we don't just worship to fill time. We're not, we don't open our services to say, oh, well, let's, you know, fill 30 minutes or whatever it is of time uh, before we get to the word or whatever else is going to be on the, on the, uh, the agenda. But no, there's, there's things that happen in worship that are purposeful. He brings revelation. He brings understanding. While they were worshiping, something happened here. And so while we're worshiping, things are happening. It's, it's a fluid time. It's, not passive. We are engaging with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who saved us. We're engaging with him. We're interacting with him. And the reality is he's interacting with us. You know, he's not just nodding off to sleep, you know, uh, or, or just sitting passively by. He's responding to our worship. He loves when we worship. But not only does he love it, he does things in the middle of it. He's doing something. So while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said. So the Holy Spirit spoke to them while, some, while they were worshiping. Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. After they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to uh, Seleucia and sailed uh, from there to Cyprus. So, that's our core verse, and we're going to look at uh, just to kind of break this verse down today, uh, and and kind of dig into what uh, what the specifics uh, mean. And uh, 
it's interesting because I, I was uh, I was just asking, okay, Lord, what's you know what's next? And uh, and I was uh, I'd received a, I'd received a couple of words uh, at the beginning of the year from a couple of people, and I went back and was was uh, was looking at them, and I had a couple conversations with some people recently that just uh, some things stuck. Uh, Bobby Cato was telling me last last week, you know, a bunch of them had been fasting. And, uh, and just some, some powerful things that happened uh, in the middle of that fast while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. Um, Holy Spirit said, Holy Spirit spoke. And so when I was looking, looking back on some of the, a couple of the words that were sent, one was, came to me, uh, was sent to me on January 2nd. And uh, uh, this is just uh, two, two or three lines from uh, this word said, Walking in my spirit will become natural. This is for 2021. Walking in my spirit will become natural. There will be motion this year. There's movement. That means there's movement. There's, uh, we're, not, we're, we're not staying stagnant. We're not staying in the same place. There's movement. There will be motion this year. Be awake. Stir. Start to move whatever those words mean. But it's tied to this walking in his spirit. It's, it's, it's tied to this being set apart by his spirit so that his, you know, we, I don't know, as we, as, we, as we get alone with him, whether that's worship time, prayer time, study time, fasting time, uh, he might want to speak something. He might want to reveal something. He might want to say something. And then... Uh, and then I received this, uh, this was a, a word from uh, somebody that said, uh, they were just giving an account of something that had taken place. And uh, th- this just jumped off the page to me in, in context of this, of this message and this set apart word. It said, yesterday I was praying for someone and Holy Spirit said, and I won't give you the rest of the, what the Holy Spirit said, but the, the part that jumped out was, while I was praying, while I was seeking God's face, while I was worshiping him, while I was in his presence, while I was asking him things, Holy Spirit said something. So I want to, I want to encourage you that as you're praying, almost, I want to encourage you, kind of keep a notebook. <laughs> keep a notebook handy. Keep, keep something that you can write things down while you're praying, while you're studying, while you're worshiping. Actually, really, while you're doing anything, keep a notebook in your pocket because you could be driving down. There's times I'm driving down the road and I have something and I kind of grab my phone and open the microphone and just speak something into it that he spoke to me because I, you know, you probably shouldn't be driving. Yep. Yep. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, speaking to every one of us. That's awesome. Awesome. How old's Matthew? Nine years old. Nine years old. I saw him over here worshiping this morning. It, yeah, and and don't don't underestimate who he's going to speak to. Could be your nine-year-old. Could be your nine-year-old. Pay attention if they're telling you things and you're going, I don't know what that means. I don't know what things mean all the time when he says something to me. So, uh, Holy Spirit said. Holy Spirit said. So that's, that's you know, it was just kind of reviewing uh, some of these things that were spoken to me. The Lord said, there's more. There's more for us to look at. Set apart by his Spirit. By his Spirit. By his Spirit. Uh, so, so we're going to just break down. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said. So I've already sort of already talked about this. That, that those, those are not just things to fill time. Uh, my encouragement, in, 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 you know, I, I know so many of you, and I know where so many of you are in your walk, so I know that, uh, that many of you are taking this seriously and you're, you're engaging with him in, in real and tangible ways and you're receiving and you're, you're paying attention. That, that part of that word, be awake, be alert. It's so important that I want to encourage you, uh, if, if you're not or wherever you are in that, take it up another notch, another notch of fine-tuning, hearing. Uh, so so uh, part of the, this word that somebody shared with me, uh, a word was given, and the word was germination, germination. Beginning of growth. Beginning of growth as of a seed or a bud, mostly in a response to warmth and water. Mostly in response to warmth and water, which I thought was really interesting because, man, we come into the presence of the Holy Spirit, there is a warmth. There is a warmth and there is watering going on. There is all kinds of things being poured out upon us. So I thought that was really interesting that the, the, the physical definition of germination has uh, such, uh, such full, full words attached to it. Uh, and, and here's, what the, here's what the person then that shared this with me said, I am praying for a time of germination, of growth, of things that have been planted but have been lying dormant, be it salvations or giftings. I'm praying for a time of germination. Um, many of you don't know this, uh, but uh, it's probably about uh, three or four weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, uh, there's, a, there's a young man in his, in his 30s who's been coming here for more than a year, uh, coming with somebody else, and uh, I'm not going to identify, but uh, but uh, and eventually I, w- I will. It'll, it'll become known. But uh, this young man in his 30s, uh, he had he came up after the service, and he said, "Do you have a minute?" And we sat down, and he said, "I need to receive Jesus. I need to receive Jesus." Uh, and you know, it's what we live for. It's what we it's 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 what we as followers of Jesus. Uh, it's why we do what we do is for someone to come to know Jesus. And uh, and so we prayed, and I called over a couple of other guys, uh, Isaac and and uh, Shane were standing nearby, and they came over, and we prayed for him, and and uh, and oh, it was just the it was just the the sweetest uh, salvation. Uh, just seeing this young man, a father, 
uh, a father of several kids and uh, just receiving Christ. And, and, I, and, and, I, and I thought of that as I word, read this word about germination, growth of things that have been planted but have been lying dormant. And he, he's, uh, I've been talking to him pretty much every week since then. And he was, he was saying, you know, boy, I remember things from my childhood and times when, when, this, when this was more relevant to me, but I just kind of just shut it all down as I got into adulthood. And, and uh, for whatever reason at this time, I know it's time to come back to the Father. He came in here this morning, uh, just shortly after nine o'clock. He could, can't, couldn't be here for service, but he came in here this morning because he said, I, hey, I just came for prayer. I just came, I just I want prayer for some things. I just want prayer for some things. And we, we prayed together and he, and he went on his way. But he, one of the things he said was, I'm loving this new journey. I'm loving this new journey. Germination, salvations, So, in uh, Acts chapter 6, I didn't read this, this first part of this passage yet. So, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, and they were singing hymns to God. Again, again, while they were doing something, they're praying and they're worshiping. They're singing hymns, and by the way, they're in prison. <laughs> they're not sitting in the comfort of their home, they're not sitting in church, they're in prison. They're in prison. They're locked up. They're praying and they're singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. The other prisoners are listening to them. People are listening to you. People are listening to what you say. They're listening to what you do. They're they're watching you. They're watching your actions. Other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for the lights and rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Germination, salvations, while they were worshiping and praying, something happened. Something physically happened in the earth and caused prison doors to open. And when the prisoners who could have just run away didn't, A jailer comes to salvation, comes to relationship with Jesus. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? I believe we're going to hear that question more and more in this year. Set apart, we're set apart to be able to answer that question for someone. What must I do? Surrender to Jesus. Surrender to Jesus. This man 
that I was talking about uh, two weeks ago, he came, uh, three weeks ago he came in, this was the week after, the week after or two weeks later, I can't remember now, but he said, uh, he was asking about a Bible. He said, I have, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I don't have a Bible. So he's gotten a Bible. And he's asking questions. He's hungry. He's hungry. Set apart, we're set apart by his spirit. Secondly, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And I want, as we're looking at this verse, I want you to fill in the blanks. Not trying to change the word or anything. But I believe in 2021, the Lord may say, I want to set apart, Mo, to the work I've called you. And we're probably already doing part of it or some part of it. We're all doing something. So, again, in chapter 13 of Acts, they'd gone through the whole nation as far as uh, Paphos, and they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the governor, Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. So, so again, Paul and, or Barnabas and Saul are just being sent out. They're being sent out. They, they said, Holy Spirit said, set them apart, sending them out. So here they are. They're beginning their, they're beginning their assignment. And they run across this certain magician. Talk about a first assignment. Man, didn't we start with something like, you know, a gossip or something, you know? <laughs> Some other minor, seem, seemingly minor. Some other thing. But anyway, uh, he was with the governor, Sergius, a man of intelligence, who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. They sought to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the governor away from the faith. But Saul, who was called, also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, set apart by the Holy Spirit, set apart by the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, again, talk about your first assignment, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. Then the governor believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. Wow. Set apart for the purpose for which I have called you. And Paul being filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't try this at home if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, unless Holy Spirit is prompting you. Don't try to say, oh, this sounds like fun. You'll get beat up if you're not equipped or you have not been assigned to do this. But if you have, step into it. Step into it. I can't even imagine 
Again, you know, they're, they're being set off. Now, you know, they were prayed up. We, we know that from the, from the previous accounts that the Holy Spirit had filled them and they had laid their hands on them and they, they, were, they were prepared. But still, I, I know me. I'd be like, really? That's, this is where we're starting? I'm, I'm speaking, you son of the devil, to somebody? But be ready. Be ready because in 2021, we're being set apart. I don't know what all the assignments are going to be, but they may not be what you expect. I don't know whether they were expecting this. It doesn't tell us whether this surprised them. So, I was thinking of Joseph, book of Genesis. Many of us know the account of Joseph. You know, this young, this young man who had God's favor all over him. He was his mom's favorite uh, child. And, uh, you know, he has these dreams. He's a teenager. And he has these dreams. And, uh, <laughs> and he talks about them. He tells his older, his older brothers about these dreams uh, that, that he had, you know. And, uh, you know, you, you know the account, but... You know, he tells them these dreams, and they're not real thrilled with him. You know what? You know you're telling us we're going to bow down to you, we're going to be bowing down to you. Aren't, aren't you full of yourself? You know. So what they do? You know what? What, what every sibling does? They sold him. <laughs> what happened to Eli? Oh, Cassie sold him. They sold him into slavery. And, it, and of course, you know, again, it, go back and read the whole account because we're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not looking at the whole account, but all this stuff happens. All this stuff happens. And Joseph, because God is with him and he's faithful to his Savior and he's true to him, he just keeps getting promoted in prison, in captivity. He keeps getting promoted. And so, you know, at kind of the end of the account in, in Genesis 45, you know, there's a famine going on in the land, and of course Joseph has been put in charge of all the supplies because they needed a wise and man of integrity to be in charge of that. Pay attention. Pay attention. Your, your wisdom in Christ, your walking in integrity, your the way you live your life, people were paying attention. People were paying attention to Joseph and how he did things, and he got promoted, and he was used. He was set apart for a purpose that's relevant to us in 2021. You may be one of those people that get an assignment that have to go through stuff. Joseph had to go through stuff. So Joseph is there, and his brothers are there to get supplies. And, you know, there's a lot more detail that I'm going to get into, but finally he couldn't take it any longer. He had to reveal himself to his brothers. He, he was so overwhelmed. And he says, come near to me, please. And they came near. And he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. 
For the famine has been in the land these two years, and these are, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. God set me apart. He set me apart. For the purposes that he had, just as he set Paul and Barnabas, Saul and Barnabas, for the purposes to which I have. He set Joseph apart for a specific purpose that was not going to be realized until years later. He went through stuff. He went through persecution. He went through neglect. He was forgotten. People made promises. They forgot all about him. He went through things. part of one of the words that was sent to me for 2021 said territories will be taken back but it will come at a cost it'll come at a cost he's setting us apart but it's going to come at a cost it's going to be it's going to require things of us that maybe have never been required of us before and I don't I can't fill in the blank I can't tell you what those things are but there'll be trials and tests But territories will be taken back. Territories will be taken back. Be assured of that. God sent me before you to preserve a remnant. That word is relevant to us around here. We have a group called the remnant. Our young adults, you're going to be used. You're going to be used. Stay faithful. Keep digging in. Keep pressing in. Don't give up. Surround yourself with people who can encourage you. If you're feeling weary, grab someone. Ask someone. Ask for help. Some of you are being set apart for specific purposes. Stay in that place of listening. Keep coming back to worship. I don't just mean here, but in your own life. Keep coming back to pray because you never know any given day when he's going to say, do this. Go here. Call this person. Reach out here. After they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off after they had fasted and prayed. Uh, this might be a good time, just for a little, little bit of a reminder. For years, Abundant Life uh, has had Tuesday, has set aside Tuesday as a day of fasting and prayer. We don't talk about it a lot, but it's there. Uh, and, and, uh, and there's people who participated in it every week. They just spend time, whether it's the whole day, a part of the day, fast a meal, whatever. But they spend time uh, fasting and praying. And I believe, again, because of this word, because of the set-apart word for 2021, that that is even more relevant and more uh, important that we that we do that that we set aside a time for just denying flesh of whatever food water whatever else we put into our bodies but denying that to seek God's face for specific purposes there may be there may be specific strongholds that 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 have come to your attention that you want to see broken 
uh, commit that to a fast. Ask Holy Spirit to do that work as you seek his face. Listen to his voice. Listen to his voice in 2021 with this word. After they fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Uh, I believe we're actually going to be experiencing that very thing, that there's going to be some who are, who are going to get specific assignments. And we've already, this has already been happening in, in some fashion. We're, we're, we're going to pray, go, go, go. And it may just be, you know, down the street. You may just be going down the street to go minister in a, in a house or minister to somebody. It's interesting that in Mark chapter 1, when Jesus began his ministry, when Jesus began his ministry, what, how did he start his ministry? Well, he fasted. He fasted for 40 days. And it says, at once, the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days. What was happening with him? He's being tempted by Satan. He's being tested and tried. Being tested and tried. But it's interesting that that's how Jesus started his ministry. He was sent off for 40 days. In the second chapter of Luke, this was uh, an account uh, that's, uh, that was right at the birth of Jesus. It was when Jesus was born. And uh, it re- references a couple of people. We're going to look at one. And uh, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And you remember, remember, remember Simeon. This man was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. The Holy Spirit was upon him. The Holy Spirit was upon him. Do you know that the Holy Spirit is upon you? Are you aware of this? Are you aware of this? Is this something that you treasure? Is this something that, you're, that you reverence and treasure uh, because it's, 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 uh, it should be. It should be something to treasure. The Holy Spirit is on us. That we don't take that lightly. That we don't squander. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit was on him and he got a revelation. Holy Spirit is on you. You're going to get revelation. That may come at any time, but the foundation of prayer, fasting, worship, those are all things that, those are all, I don't want to just call them activities because it's way deeper than that, but they're things we do that, I don't know, invite Holy Spirit, that, that let him move, that free our minds from clutter. I, I don't know how to explain all of it, but all those things happen. So, it was revealed to him by Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's, Lord, uh, the Lord's Christ. It says, and he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God. Holy Spirit gave him an assignment, and he was going to fulfill this assignment before he died, and he got to do it. He got to do it. It's a simple account. It's a simple account. But it's relevant. Not every, not every assignment you're going to have is going to be some grand gesture. It's going to be some big thing. In fact, my encouragement is pay attention to those little things first. If you're looking for something bigger, do the little things. 
Be obedient to the little assignments. So we all know the account of Peter. Peter, the one who was denying Jesus, denying that he knew him, but then he gets... so. And I, and I say that to you because if you think that you're disqualified because you have rejected Jesus or you failed him or you've made mistakes or you haven't been obedient to everything, look at Peter as an example. He denied Jesus three times. And that yet here he is. Sometime later, while Peter was speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard. Peter's basically telling the crowds about Jesus. He's basically telling the crowds about Jesus. Now, again, it didn't come without cost. He got called before the Sanhedrin and all, you know, got called, called to account to be able to explain his actions. And in Acts chapter 11, the next chapter, he's there explaining his actions. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them. He came on the listeners. Came on the listeners. As he had come on us at the beginning, same thing happened. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I remembered something that had been spoken. Holy Spirit's going to, you're going to be baptized with Holy Spirit. You're going to be filled with Holy Spirit. You're going to be baptized with Holy Spirit. Because this work can only be done by His Spirit. Can only be done by His Spirit. This is not a work of the flesh. Flesh will never, never be able to accomplish, never be able to accomplish transformation. Our flesh only gets us so far so in Galatians I'm closing with this verse Paul gives us this word and it's a word we are familiar with we've referenced this word it may have even been our scripture a number of years ago when our word was step in step up step out it says he says I say walk by the spirit walk by the spirit walk by the spirit walk by the spirit And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. If we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And man, I was—I was—I put this on here at the end of the ver- end of the end of the lesson, and uh, and it really wasn't part of the you know the three verses you know that were in the core passage. And I thought, why is this here? Why is this here? And uh, as this week was unfolding, lots of stuff happened. Lots of stuff happened, and there was. Uh, I found myself uh, with lots of things to juggle. And there were times when Connie and I looked at each other and was like, man, how did that get done? How did that happen? How did that work out perfectly in terms of timing? How did that work out? I mean, it was one thing after another, after another, after another. Because when we live by the Spirit, He helps to order things. He, he helps to keep things, uh, he, he does things that seem impossible. There was this one day, there was about an hour and a half of this day when I had lots of things, and I was like, 
I got about this much time to, and, uh, and again, Connie was with me, and uh, the last thing that was on the list, uh, when, we, when it was completed, we looked and it was like, how good is God? I mean, only God can order, because first of all, one of them dealt with going to the post office. You know, that's, that's never necessarily an easy transaction. I go to the post office a lot, so I know there's long lines and there's all kinds of things. And I had lots of things that were part of that. And it just all went. So thank you, Jesus. When we live by the Spirit, we live by the Spirit. He does things on our behalf. Now, to top it all off, the last two nights, the last two nights, and I don't even begin to understand all this, and I'm still chewing on it, but I've dreamt. I've had two, two nights in a row where I woke up uh, feeling as it, with this sense that I was inside of the scriptures. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what to say, but it was like the scriptures were all around me, and somehow I was on the inside of them. And it was so, I, I didn't want to wake up. I mean, I didn't want to wake up. I just had to say, I just want to stay here because I know that in your word, I'm, in your word, I'm secure. In your word, I'm safe. In your word, uh, you know, I've got your scriptures all around me. And I, I don't even know what that means. It wasn't like I saw words all around me. It just had this sense that I was inside the scriptures. Two nights in a row, two nights in a row. And, and I believe I woke up a couple of times and went back to sleep and it re was recurring. Like I'm just in this place of, it was in this place of his presence that was so real and so tangible. But it made sense to me because he's saying, I'm setting people apart. I'm setting my people apart. And I'm, I'm going to do this work and it's going to be by my spirit. So, you know, it makes sense that it was scriptures all surrounding me and not like cheeseburgers, you know? or not something of the flesh, you know? It was his truth. It was his truth. It was his nourishing word that he wants us to feed on. There was even one, one situation this week uh, where where the Lord gave me a creative solution to something that I was confounded by initially. He does this. He does this. Set apart by His Spirit set apart by his spirit. This week as you're worshiping, this week as you're praying, this week as you go off by yourself, whether it's five minutes or longer, be listening, be listening.
Now, if he doesn't give you an assignment, don't make one up. But if he does, listen, obey, pay attention. Understand that if he's giving you an assignment, he's also equipping you to do it. Because I know me, and my first thing was, I can't do that. I've said that many, well, I said that about doing what I'm doing standing right here today. I can't do that. Not only did I say I can't do that, it's like, I don't want to do that. Let's stand. Looks like our children all survived. Did they all come back? <laughs> Guess I should ask that first. I believe that that first part of that first word that I shared today, be awake, stir, start to move. When I first unveiled this word, uh, I, I, uh, I, I talked about how uh, the Lord was showing me many different things about, uh, about our word for the year. And I, again, I, even before I knew the word was set apart, but I knew action was part of it. This is, this is a time for the body of Christ to uh, be active. And I, don't, and I don't mean just busy things. I'm not talking about just busy things to fill your day. But I believe whatever the assignments are, it's involving movement, involves action, and involves, it, it, this is not a time for the church to be stagnant. Not set apart, may, may by its very nature think, oh, I'm just gonna go lock myself up in a cave somewhere. And, you know, and, and, and hide. No, this is not a time for hiding. This is a time for action on the part of believers uh, that will point people to Jesus, that will point people to Jesus. Your actions, what, what you're doing, somebody is watching. Somebody is watching what you are doing. Somebody is, is listening to what you are saying. So it's not a time for passivity. It's a time for, for action. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing. I don't begin to understand all of it. I don't begin to understand all the, the word pictures and the the senses that, that are being, uh, seemed like they're being refined. But I know it's connected to a call for us this year to be set apart, to be set apart. And I know that this is not a thing that we can, we can, uh, we can do just in our flesh. The flesh will never be able to accomplish what you have in mind. So Holy Spirit, Yes, come and 
fill the atmosphere uh, wherever it is that you're sending us, wherever it is that we go, even in our jobs, even in our neighborhoods and our grocery stores and our kids' activities and wherever it is that we go. Holy Spirit, fill that place and, 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 and let us pay attention to those nudges and those assignments when Holy Spirit says to do this, that we do it, that we do it. Let us be mindful of those nudges throughout any given day. Lord, I thank you for what you were doing in Matthew this morning. Thank you for what you were doing in, in this young man. And this young man used, used it for your purposes, your purposes, maybe in his school even, maybe in his school, where he gets to tell somebody about Jesus. I pray your blessing your blessing is even when we sang the blessing this morning, I pray your blessing on this people, on these families, on their children, on their children's children from generation to generation in their coming and their going in the morning and the evening before them, behind them, all around them, within them. If they're rejoicing or if they're weeping, yes, even in the weeping over Jim Cato and the loss of of our brother, even in that. Holy Spirit, minister, Holy Spirit, show yourself strong. It's all for your glory, Lord. It's all for your glory. It's in your name we pray.